Do you hear that creepy voice? Recording in progress. <laughs> it's creepy. Friendship is weird. Trying to make friends, making friends as kids, easy peasy. You literally walk up to another human being and are like, eh, you look like fun. You want to be friends? Hey, if you don't know by now, I'm Jeanette. I'm your host. Welcome to 2022. New intro, same great podcast. Hold on, we're coming at you. Welcome back. You are listening to another episode of To an Extent. We're calling this one Friendship is Weird. I got a familiar voice back with you. Hi, Taylor. I got Taylor back with me. This week we're talking about friendship and it's weird. So I think we should just jump right into it, kind of like we do every week. Yes. Um, I don't have a fun fact with this one other than friendships are weird. And some of the best friendships that I've made have literally just been because I've went up and like said weird things to somebody or like, I don't know how I met these people or why they like me, but we're friends. They stick up, they they deal with me, I guess. So pretty much. How about you? Pretty much the same for me. I, besides maybe I could say some of the friends that we have made because of marriage just get like oh look you're friends with my husband so you get to be friends with me now besides that yeah they stick out they stick out for me stick it out for me so I I think we should probably talk about I don't I've not carried any friends since like junior high high school like I know there's people who have like lifelong friends I wouldn't say I have a lot of them I'm friendly with people but I don't know that I would say I have friends from that era do you Sure. I still have one good friend, which I'm grateful to say recently uh, reconciled, which just adds to the whole friendship is weird thing, I think, because yes, I think that just adds to the whole friendship is weird thing only in the sense that it's weird to me to think about, you know, the difference between what it really brought out. I think in that situation was the difference between friendships between women and the friendships between men, um, where I would think my husband would kind of just be like, eh, whatever, you know, <laughs> but for me, like if I can hold on to a friendship and it, it shows value, especially a long-term relationship, like a friendship since grade school, like there is nothing replaceable. Like those are memories just like a sister to me. So I, I just wouldn't give that up if I if I could really, really stand it. I would never want to give that up. Yeah. Now, I am fortunate since I've been in college. College, I've definitely carried friendships over. But I've also, I think my definition of friendships and what some people require for friendships is very different. Mm-hmm. For, for me being as introverted as I am, I don't need to talk to you every day to consider you my friend. I mean, I can go you know, weeks, months without talking to you. And it's all that connection. Yeah. I would say for me, I'm, I'm, I think you would agree. I'm not a super introvert, correct? You're an ambivert. You're in between. I think what we decided. Is that like ambidextrous? (laughs) I think so. You can use both. Yes. (laughs) Well, yeah, I would say I'm like a healthy in between because yeah, if I don't hear from you in a day, even like a week is probably okay. Like it's great. You know, I'm good with that. But if it's been, you know, pushing eight, nine days, like (laughs) that's too far. (laughs) I need to hear from you when it comes to my sisters and my mom, which I would consider my closest 
above all friends. If it's been an hour, I'm concerned about your health. <laughs> See, and I think th- I think that's a little bit different because definitely we put expectations on family very different than friends because you don't have a choice. You're related to me. I will bug you and I will like annoy you and deal with it. Where friendship for me, I'm kind of that way with certain people, but I'm also a little bit hesitant because they have a choice to leave me. They have a choice to like disown me and be like, we're not friends anymore. We have a choice. You don't, but, <laughs> but I mean, there, there was what, two years that we, we weren't, I wouldn't say we weren't not friends, but we just didn't talk and not necessarily by choice. Yeah. Definitely not a choice that I made or you made. But I mean, look, look at us now. Yeah. Posting yeah. a podcast together and it worked out. God worked it out as always. Yeah. So, but friendship is weird. Like hands down, I'm going to stick to that. What's the weirdest way that you've ever made a friend? Ooh, I don't know. That's a hard question. What about you? Um, I literally walked up to a person and said, wow, you look like fun. Can we be friends? Was hundred percent sober. That was in school. No, no, this was as an adult, like in school, (laughs) in school, I think just proximity, like that happens. And you get to know people, but it's for like, for instance, and I'm going to have to censor this and kind of change um, some words around because it's not necessarily PG. But uh, when I started a new job, obviously you're you're bound to become friendly with coworkers, and it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean you're going to be friends. But I literally had a, a girl walk up to me, and this is where I was like. These are my people. They get me. They were just straightforward, honest, blunt. She walks up to me and she shakes my hand and she says, hi, my name is, insert name here. And I say the word blank a lot. I apologize in advance that offends you. And that was the interaction where some people would be off put by that. I love that because I'm like, okay, there's no sugarcoating. There's none of that small talk. There's none of that. I'm going to pretend to be somebody I'm not. I'm like, She's not going to pretend right. for a little while that she doesn't say that bad word all of the time. For just to try to keep you around or anything, because she's like, yeah, like she's just like this is who I am. But I, I think, and I look at, I look at my life, and you're one of the few exceptions. Um, but like a lot of my friends happen to just be on the older side of not. I'm not calling them old. Oh, that I need to maybe edit that one out. But <laughs> they're older than I am. We'll go with that. Um, and I think it's just because at a certain point, like. Not that the filter's not there. You just learn that the stupid stuff doesn't matter. But yeah, so that's that's my experience in making friends of somebody who just straightforward, whatever. Yeah. Oh man, I haven't. I mean, I've I've made friends recently since we've you know moved here, but it's been church friendly. So I don't know that I would call that weird. It's just more like, hey, we see you at the gym, and we know you go to our church, like. You want to join our small group? There you go. <laughs> Some people that might be weird. <laughs> so that brings up two very interesting points. First is proximity. Yes. Because long distance friendships are hard. Oh, sure. So so proximity is, is one point that's a fun one to talk about. And also um, hobbies, interests, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like workplace, I'm friends with the people because I work with them daily. But if I weren't working with them daily, am I going to stay as good of friends? So, And I would speak to that and say, no, if you don't have other common life goals or interests or hobbies, yeah, you won't. I, I dearly miss my friends from my last job. It's 
mainly the reason I loved my job was because of the people I worked with. And, you know, I miss that friendship. I wish we could have that friendship, but yeah, like you said, without being at work with them, it's not the same. That was what we loved. (laughs) Now, do you think it's because that's, that's the only thing you had in common or that's the only depth that you went to? Well, you know, it, it also didn't help that we moved, you know, we moved away. So the the proximity was extremely different, but no, it wasn't the only thing we had in common. There were other things that we've kept and we've stayed in touch. We're just not as good as a friends. I've got, yeah, I, I get that. I've got um, a friend that I see maybe once every six months or so. We joked the other day that we're six month friends every six months. We usually, but we catch up right where we left off the last time. Sure. So are we friendly or are we friends? Because it's not like we talk surface stuff. Like it's right. It's a trust not like bonding relationship. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we're sharing our deep, dark secrets, but it's, it's more than just a, how's the weather? How's your day? So I appreciate that. Um, also common interests. Can you create a common interest to keep people around that would enjoy it? Like, I don't know, a podcast. Yes. Helps you uh, stay more frequent. Can you, be, you, can you be, yeah, can you be more intentional on what you're doing to share that common interest? Yes. If so. that's the only reason we do a podcast, I'd happily continue it. I don't think that's the only reason. That's a whole nother episode, but, <laughs> but yeah, no friendship. Friendship's weird though, especially as an adult, like we were talking earlier that kids can go up to each other and be like, here's my toy. Do you want to play? And like that, that's blossoming friendship right there. What kids because, do you know that just willingly share? Well, it's because they want the toy the other kid has, but <laughs> oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Tradesies. So that's, that's also a fun, like, are you friends with people because of the give and take there? Am, am I personally? Maybe in a deeper way. I don't know. That's a, that's a deep question, Jeanette. Uh, I can see it in my kids because uh, yeah, like you said. Got real deep, real deep, real quick. Yeah. Yeah. I would say almost every friendship would be a give and take. Don't you think? Yeah, because I think at one point it becomes either a, a, a drain mm-hmm. if you were not expecting it, or it's a like a level of mentorship or, or whatever. If it's you're giving, but you are prepared to be giving with no receiving, I don't think you can have a friendship. You could have seasons that are give and take, but yeah. I don't think you can have a duration of just give, 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 or take, take, take. Yeah. Yes, I would have to agree on that, and that could make you know seasons be really hard and friendships be extremely difficult and get to maybe where a rough patch happens, but it really tests your friendship. And I think that's important too. If I've had anything recently happen, that's important. I feel like that was just, even though it sucks a lot, you know, you just, you know, it really sucks when you're friends with people and you've divulged your stuff and you've got stuff out there and like, they know things about you that could incriminate you or whatever the case is like, you know, that like that sort of deep stuff. And then they just disappear or you disappear, like whatever it is. Like, that's the scary part. I think about friendship. I think as kids, we don't think about it because our biggest secret is I keep the bed or whatever it is. Whereas an adult, like there can be some deep, dark stuff that you share. Yeah. And it can be used against you. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure there's plenty of things that I have told you that you're like, I totally want to just like twist the knife totally could. Yeah. I'd have to remember them to to do that. <laughs> well, there's that banking on Taylor, not remembering my dirty deeds. That's why I'm a good friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, 
uh, I've talked about it before with uh, my small group before, but the circle of influence, have you ever heard about that? Mm, Yes. Kind of like your rings of Saturn on the outside are people by proximity. And that next inner ring is going to be people that you're friendly with, you know, maybe coworkers or whatnot, like you're around more often and you interact with often, or you find commonalities. And then in there, there's going to be those people that are friend. I, I would call them friend adjacent. Like they could become friends and they just haven't, but you're, you're spending time with them. You're interacting with them. Um, you may even call them friends. And then there's like your inner circle, your people, your tribe, whatever you want to call them. But I think the interesting thing is how quickly and how polar those people can move based on circumstances and stuff like that. I think the ability to, to jump like that, it's, it's scary, but it's also nice to know that somebody can instantly go from like your outside circle to immediately like your people. And it's those people that, that get you and understand you. Like I just said the other day, I, I thanked somebody because it's been a while since I talked to them and they had no problem with it. They understood me well enough to know that that's just my personality that I don't intentionally like try to leave them out or whatnot, but also that my life is busy and that I care about them very deeply, but, and they're like, Nope, I'm here. Yeah. They were sure. good with it. But like you said, for it to change so drastically, I think it can be extremely, I don't know a better word besides emotional, at least for me to like have a, even if it's not like a complete stopping of a relationship, but even if it's just a change from a downgrade, you know, in some way like that, that's hard. I feel like for me. Yeah. I I think going either way is definitely, there's an emotional toll that it takes, you know, somebody who instantly comes in because you're in like, it's almost like a romantic relationship where you get like that honeymoon phase where it's always Mm -hmm. perfect. And then all of a sudden, like, bam, like something changes and it slaps you in the face and you're like, whoa, pump the brakes here. Yes. That's a great example. Yes. But then also like when, when you get cut out and it's like a, a major heartbreak where I almost feel like I would rather go through a breakup with like a partner than I would with a friend. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm agree agreeing on that. <laughs> and when you don't really know why, like it's just kind of out there. Yeah. At least with the breakup, usually you get something like, it's not me, it's you. And you feel like you have resolved with it, but not always. And there's just a vibe about that most of the time. I don't know. At least in my experience, there's a vibe. And that's the best word I can come up with right now. But, you know, with friendships, at least my recent experience, there, I can think of one extreme that, I mean, I could, I see it now on the very tail end that, you know, she, she was trying to end that relationship. But still, when it, happened it was it was really sad it was really hard it didn't make sense you know even though I had an explanation it didn't it wasn't obviously like the full explanation that even if it was would that have helped any you know sometimes you yeah I don't I don't know if explanations make it better or make it worse and definitely and this is a whole other topic about those friendships that you cling to that you shouldn't and ones that you probably should have that you just missed sure that's a hard, that's a hard topic. I, does, do you, does that ever go away? Do you ever learn that lesson? <laughs> <laughs> I think you get, I think you get better at it, but I don't think it's ever a skill you master just because people are, people aren't black and white. People don't fit into boxes. You can give generalities, but you can't tell the difference. Um, you know, that, Oh, Taylor, yes, Taylor's a one, but there are so many different things that go into all these things. 
that's where always studying, always learning about yourself and about others and how you interact. And I think the biggest thing, I would say the one thing as an adult that I've learned, the older I'm getting, I act like I'm like ancient or something, but the older I'm getting, the more I realize, like, just have those, those conversations, like in relationships, you, you have the relationship talks. So like, what are we, are we, are we dating? Are we not? Or blah, blah, blah. Where I think in friendship, you have to have the same thing too. Like, are we friends? Like, are we just acquaintances? Like, where do we land? And just for the record there, I am not a one on the, but. Oh no. Plug to the Enneagram podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I think it's a great point because if you don't know enough about yourself, you can't be a good friend. You can't grow. You can't decide. Even if it's maybe a wrong decision to keep a friendship or to disconnect with a friendship, you can't make those decisions if you don't know yourself well enough and can't understand other people well enough. Like for me, I think part of the reason some of my friendships work so well that they do is people allow me to just podcast is a perfect example. I can ask all the questions I want. And it's those people who don't hate me for asking all the questions, even if they're whatever, they're like dumb and whatever. I don't know what the best way to put it, but I get to ask those questions and they don't look down on me. They're like, oh, let's answer it. Let's think about this. Let's, let's talk. And then it's also the same thing. I love to listen to people talk. Just tell me, tell me things that, you know, like charge my brain, give me more info, like feed my brain. So I have, I know more things. Yes. You definitely have that trait. And I enjoy that trait too. I enjoy learning from people and hearing, you know, their perspective more. It's maybe not facts that I care so much to know. It's like people watching. I uh, just, I could do that. Amazing. I feel like we could do a podcast just about people watching. Maybe we should go people watching. We should. Have I've I last time I was in an airport and I was waiting. I watch people go by and I try to think what's their story. But that also goes see this podcast could go on and on but talking about assumptions and assuming things for people and and whatnot so and i think that's my favorite thing about friendship and that's what makes friendship so weird too is you have these preconceived notions of what these people are from what you've heard and to jump in wholeheartedly and see the other side like i've had a couple friendships that i was deeply rooted in i felt like i was and all of a sudden like something comes out of left field and I'm like, what? this is not what I was told. This is not what I knew about for the good and the bad. And I was hoping to see the best in somebody and then got smacked across the face of like, Hey, yeah. here's the ugly side of it. Yep, for sure. But I also think that's part of friendship too, being willing to see the ugly side and not run away. Yes. That's exactly my thought on it. And I was just thinking like in a very practical, um, easy to easy to relate instance like recently obviously we've been wearing face masks literally on our face i have had this pre-assumed assumption about how like people look about people mm. i've never met like especially at the y and you know they just started taking them off and like not having them and i'm like i know i've said it out loud too i'm like that's what you actually look like like i've made up this whole face for you and that's not what it was in here Kind of like people over the phone, especially ones that you talk yes. to often. Like you think like this is what they look like. And and it's it's just, it, goes to sh- it goes to show how wrong we are of so many things. Yes. And I don't feel like that's such a bad thing to make assumptions and just like 
puts it in your brain. But then when your brain's like, whoa, freak out, back up. That's just weird. That's not right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, definitely friendship is weird all around. And I feel like this is a whole series. Like there's so much to talk about with friendship, but I just, I, I know one thing and I know one thing for certain is friendship will always be weird regardless of who you are. It's just a matter of finding the right kind of weird for you and they're willing to put up with you and vice versa. For sure. I would, I would ditto that. And it's the other caveat to that is being honest with how weird you are. Like there, I think there's that certain point, kind of like when you're dating too, there's that certain point where you kind of hold yes. back a little bit of your weird until you get to the point where you're like all in. And then you're like, I am prepared to be a hundred percent weird right now. And I'm going to risk it and think that I know the person well enough to say, okay, I'm prepared for you to see my whole weird. Let's go. It's like the first time you fart when you're dating. <laughs> yeah. That moment of like, okay, it's about to get real. Like you're going to yeah. realize that like, yeah. are you going to stick around? Are you going to run? Yeah. they. I mean, they may still run if you fart in front of them, especially if it's a stinky one, but they may still stick around. If you love them, let them go. They come back for yours. I think that's the title. Yeah. So, so I mean, friendship is weird and I'm okay with weird as long as it's the right kind of weird. And it's okay not to be friends with people who are not your kind of weird. And weird, but not uh, negatively. Yeah. How do you know what kind of weird you are? You don't know. And you don't know what you don't know until you don't know, or until you know that you don't know it. So you explore the weird. Take an Enneagram test. Find out what kind of weird. Only there were a, what weird am I? When I say weird, when I say weird, like there's people who enjoy uh, like anime and stuff. That's not my type of weird. Not opposed to it just not my type mainly because I don't know it but maybe I'm going to find that person that I'm weird enough around with that will expose me to it and I'll realize that their weird is not as weird as I thought it was yeah I would say yeah um I have a friend that does a lot of weird things that I'm just like like she reads books it's like really weird (laughs) (laughs) like who does that (laughs) Who, who reads books but you know what I have come to realize like hey you know she's got a point here like this isn't so bad. Now I'm still on the audiobook side of books, but there's a lot to be learned by books. Hey, you're still listening to books and that's okay. Books a book. Whether you take it in by listening or reading, totally the same. Yeah, it's not the same, but it's still good. Well, no. It's also not the same as if you actually physically had the book, so there's that too. Yes. But so friendship is weird, Taylor. I appreciate you being my friend even though I'm weird. Yes. You are weird. And you love it. <laughs> Alright, that's another episode of To an Extent Friendship is Weird. We will see you next week. Bye.